Welcome to the How to Anything podcast. My name is Nick Billock, and this podcast is all about translating my 50 or so years on this planet into stories of how to do so many things that sometimes have everything to do with each other and other times nothing at all. My goal in each episode is to tell you the how behind something sprinkled in with life experiences that have literally taken me around the globe. Thanks for tuning in. So let's get on with this episode. Welcome back, friends, and welcome to episode four of the How To Anything podcast. Today, we're going to get a little personal and deep and discuss how to break free from bitterness. And before we even discuss it, I think we need to define it and understand what it is. So by the dictionary, bitterness is this. It is anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly. Now, to be fair, there is another kind of bitterness that I'm a little bit more familiar with, and that refers to food and beer. Uh, I, I love a good craft IPA, and often those things are ranked in terms of bitterness, but that is not what we're talking about today. I could talk all day about craft beer and imperial IPAs and bitterness levels and all that, but today we're talking about the bondage that bitterness brings and how to be free from it. So to recap a little bit about personally, times in my life when I've been bitter, feeling like I've been treated unfairly and the anger and the disappointment that came from that. There are a variety of times and I just brainstormed a few of those, uh, just thinking back, uh, some long time ago, some quite recent. Uh, One was my 2020 deployment. I was deployed to the Horn of Africa. I was a logistics officer and I was working with the Uh, special forces with the Navy SEALs and Marine Force recons. And I wasn't in harm's way, but I was in an area where I I was safe, but I was working as a reservist in an area filled with active duty folks. And what that did was I was always on the outside looking in. When it comes to special forces, it's very tight knit. It's, I don't want to say it's a brotherhood. It is within the actual SEALs, but when it comes to the logistics unit, um, it is a just a crock pot of different people from all walks of life, and they take care of their own, and they kind of chew up and spit out the others. It was a tough, tough time, and I remember near the end of that deployment, I was restless. I was up all night. I was on my knees next to my bed praying. Um, tears flowed. It was a time where I was very, very hurt by people who really, even to this day, I literally left that country in that deployment without so much as a handshake, a goodbye, uh, nothing. And when it was time to leave, I threw the stuff on my back. I hiked it down to the airport, got on a plane and went home. Um, It was the worst experience of my life in over 25 years of service. Uh, So was I a little bit bitter at that time? Yes. And there there came a point about a year later where I feel I feel like I truly forgave them and moved on. It took it took a while. That's that's why I want to talk about this today. Um, another one: current occupation. What I do? Um, I feel like I'm very qualified to to lead based on what I've done in the military. But my current job, um, it is one that they really select based on. How do I say this in a public setting? You know, it matters the color of your skin. It matters your your gender. It matters 
um, so many things. And as a, you can't see me through the, the microphone here, uh, but I'm a white American military male. Um, and yes, I, I don't have issues in this country when it comes to, to race and things, but in that environment, I'm very much the one looked past because they're trying to hit numbers and things like that. So, um, for years and years and years of just non-selection, 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 watching other people around me get selected, much less qualified, uh, has been tough. And that has just been a, a thorn in my side for many, many, many years. And I have to constantly try to give that up and not be bitter about it. Another one, um, and actually, well, let, let me let me go back to that just one second. Just last night, actually, my wife asked me, she goes, if you had to summarize just in a sentence, what work, how it makes you feel? I said this, I said, I feel overworked, underappreciated, and completely worthless from my employer. And that's the truth. And that's a tough place to be in. And that can create bitterness. Um, another one, uh, betrayal, no doubt. I've been betrayed in my life. Um, not going to go down that path as far as details. This is not the time or place for story time when it comes to betrayal, but being betrayed by others who you held very close to you and fully trusted, uh, that, that is, that, that's tough. Um, when it comes to being in the military, again, uh, I have always been selected for promotion. So I joined the Navy back in 1991 um, as right out of high school. And every time I was up for promotion, I got selected. I was very successful throughout those years. And even when I got out in 2001 and I came back in 2007, I came in through a commissioning program. And every time I was up for promotion, I was selected. Uh, even so, when I was on recruiting back in 2016, I was promoted and it was tough as a recruiter to get promoted because I was outside of my community of logistics, but I still made it. Fast forward to a few years ago, I've now been passed over by my community twice. And there's some people that have a real hard time with someone who does recruiting and continuing them on in promotion. Even though I left recruiting in 2018 and got very involved for the last four to five years in my community, I've been looked over for the next promotion and that selection board actually happens once a year and the next one is in two weeks. So I'm going to get my third quote look as they call it. Once a year you get a chance to go before the board and I will get my third chance to be promoted. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm not holding my breath like, like I have in the past and it's going to be what it is and I need to accept that. And I've that has been again very, very difficult but it's getting easier every time I, I don't get selected. And, and, uh, most, most recently I, I was actually, I made some, uh, moves when it came to real estate and they were tough moves. Um, I prayed through them, felt very confident in them. I talked to my wife about them, talked to others about them. And, um, I've had to release a little bit of, of bitterness there too, when it came to uh, compensation, even where the, the prior company has completely turned their back on me when I literally did all of the work on a transaction to get paid zero, absolutely nothing from that company and the refusal of interaction, even with me, even with proof on the table 
though that that type of thing can breed bitterness and i've had to talk through it and and move on from it and i and i have and i won't pursue it anymore because it's it's just a it's it's like a, it's a thorn it's a it's something it's, a, it's like a weed that just won't stop growing unless i just kill it off so all these things can create bitterness so whether it's job occupation um personal friends you know social media can be tough somebody makes a a comment or something you can take that personal and it can just just be an infestation in your soul so that's what i want to help you understand and help you navigate through so being treated unfairly is absolutely unavoidable in this world it's going to happen we're broken we're imperfect and there's just no avoiding it and if we don't have a plan for how to navigate through it bitterness will take root and it's going to just cause havoc in our lives now here are some side effects of bitterness and if these aren't enough reason to to have a, a way ahead and how to go around this then i don't know what is so here is just 11 characteristics of a bitter person and see if any of these sound familiar to you they hold a grudge like their life depends on it they're always complaining they're not grateful for the good in their life. They want only bad things for those who have hurt them. They're jealous of anything good that happens to others. They can't share in someone else's joy. They act out to get attention. They're cynical. They're quick to blame others for their problems. They have nothing positive to say about positive people. And they make and defend sweeping assumptions. Just just a handful of characteristics of what a bitter person is. Now think about what that does when it comes to stress and how it affects your every moment of your day. When you wake up and you go to bed bitter and everything in between, every interaction you have, it's just a poison to everything. That's why I wanted to talk about this as, as a podcast sooner than later, because it's something that I'm running across. Uh, my wife runs across, everybody does. And I, I just feel passionate about it that I feel like I've figured out a way to navigate around it. And that's why I wanted to share it with you today. So forgiveness, you know, that's, that, that's a big, that's a big, big, big word when it comes to bitterness and being able to forgive because forgiveness and moving forward, you basically leave bitterness behind you. It's, you walk away from it when you can release somebody from the wrong that they've done um, and move forward you let that bitterness go with it so when we forgive here's what it is and not everybody understands this so true forgiveness is not just saying hey i forgive you and, and moving on that's not forgiveness forgiveness is truly releasing someone from what they've done you know so that means you don't you don't hold that over their head. So say it's a spouse that did the unthinkable and um, just a major sin, a major infraction or small or whatever it happens to be. If you say, I forgive you, I love you, that means that you do not hold that up over their head. You don't bring it up. You don't insinuate. You don't allude to it. It is in the past. It doesn't mean it's gone. It doesn't mean it never happened. But it also says, I'm not going to put this front and center in your face and guilt you anymore about it. It means that I release you from it. I forgive you. Yes, I was hurt. 
but you, you ask forgiveness, I'm giving it to you and you move on. Well, what if that person, what if that person passed away? What if it's a parent, for example, that really wronged you and they never asked forgiveness, but that just sits in your soul for, for time, you know, forever until you let it go and you wake up thinking about it. It's always there. This, you know, you can actually forgive somebody without them asking for it. You can release them of it. Somebody could be passed and it seems kind of silly. How can you forgive somebody that's no longer breathing? It's, it's so much in your heart and your soul and your mind that if you can come to terms with, I forgive them, I release them of it. I'm not going to let them have reign in my life anymore. Or that particular hurt is no longer has a place. I don't give it real estate any longer in my life. You can do that with somebody who has passed or perhaps somebody who you are estranged from and they're never going to ask for your forgiveness, but it, it continues to be a, a thorn in your side. You have to deal with that. And so when you forgive, you move forward and you leave it into the past and it's there to stay. It's gone. It's done. It happened. It's not out of your memory, but it's gone. Okay. So what about, let me, let me turn the tables a little bit. What if we're the person who caused bitterness in another person? What if we caused it? Well, the first thing I could tell you is you got to check yourself. Did you wrong them? Were you unethical, immoral, unlawful? You know, what was the condition of your heart? Was it full of hate or was it full of love and compassion? Did you seek wisdom? Did you seek guidance? Did you pray about a decision before you did it? Or did you just do it out of malice without the care of the other person? You know, it's one or the other. It, there's really not a middle ground there. So if, if you are wrong, then you truly are the person to, to go say, Hey, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Will you forgive me? And that, that is not, that is not easy at all. But if you're the person, the ca person causing bitterness in somebody else, you're the, you're the, you're the one that hurt. Think about releasing them from the bitterness they may feel towards you because of something you did to them. Right now, it's not always going to be that easy. If, you know, there's a lot of decisions that can be hard to make in this world. And sometimes you're going to hurt somebody, even if it was the right thing. Some decisions have to be made. Some moves have to be made. It's an imperfect world. And sometimes that hurts unavoidable, but we have to do our best to minimize it. So big picture here. If you cause it, go seek forgiveness, ask for it. And guess what? They don't have to give it. Um, they, they absolutely do not have to grant forgiveness to you. But at least if you ask for it, then it's on them to either grant it or not. But you, then you can also move forward as well. So keep that in mind when it comes to forgiveness and owning what you have done or not done. You just have to do that so you can move on. Now, if you know me, um, I, I hope you know that I'm a Christian. I've accepted the ultimate forgiveness from Christ and what he did for me. Now, with that comes a relationship with him that I treasure above all else. It brings with it a peace that doesn't make any sense to those who don't have it. So case in point, there was an incident recently, actually twice, two different incidents where I was verbally attacked. Uh, one was personal, one was professional in my daily job. 
I was wronged clearly. However, I didn't, I didn't hold on to it. I didn't hate that person. Well, neither one of them. Uh, I really released them of that. And from the outside looking in, I don't think it would make, well, I know it didn't. It doesn't make any sense to people looking at like, why aren't you upset? Why aren't you livid about that? Why aren't you just losing your mind over what that person said or did to you? And it doesn't, it's a little bit hard to explain, except to say this, I have a, a piece that lives with, within me that the hate that might be normal or expected simply just doesn't come out. It just doesn't. And I have to move on. I can't give that a root like so many other things have happened in my life. I really have learned to give that up and lean into, into Christ and my relationship with him. I mean, he intercedes for me. He brings a peace that surpasses all human understanding. It just doesn't make sense. So it's very difficult uh, with somebody that is looking at my life that sees something happen and doesn't get doesn't see the reaction that they would expect. Now, interesting, one person um, that that did that, I actually came across on the professional side com completely by chance. Um, and they they didn't actually realize it was me until we were about to finish. And because when the when the incident first happened, it was over the phones so that they have never met me face to face. And as soon as they met me, the first question out of their mouth was, you don't hate me, do you? I mean, they thought they thought I hated them based on what they had said to me. And they were carrying what they had done. They actually weren't angry and bitter at me. It was a cascading effect of things in their life where the day I happened to talk to them was just the point that tipped them over the edge. And she broke down. She started crying. She asked forgiveness. And when she asked me, do you hate me? I was, I was like, absolutely not. I don't hate you. I never even raised my voice to her. And the day that she did that, I didn't raise my voice to her. But on this day, it felt, it felt good. Um, I, I, I talked to her, I, I empathized with her. She asked forgiveness. She cried for a while and then she left. And she is somebody who is dealing a lot in dealing with a lot in her life, a lot of mental um, issues. And I felt, I felt good about it. I had actually moved on from her, but then running into her kind of, kind of made it full circle. And I realized that she wasn't an evil person, even though that's exactly how she came across that day. She was a person that was hurting and I was just in line at the, at the wrong time on the wrong day. And she let me have it. So it, it was an interesting thing that, that happened when it came to that. But, um, yeah, so Moving, moving along, um, before we wrap up right now, I hope I've helped, you know, bitterness, uh, it's evil, plain and simple. It destroys, it casts darkness over everything it, it encounters. Um, I hope that me shedding a little bit of light about bitterness and, and how it works and how you can be free from it. Um, has helped you today. And I hope you let my voice be an encouragement to you. 
to walk in the light of hope and forgiveness and love. And I encourage you to deny bitterness a stronghold in your life. Thank you for joining me on today's How To Anything podcast. Please feel free to share it with friends and family, and I hope you'll join me next time. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss out. You can find me on Instagram at garageboxnick or via email at nickbillockrealtor at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to make today great.